For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Kevin Daggett and Lee Vowell. And uh, welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast. I'm Lee, and with me is the star of the show, Kevin. Kevin, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. And this show is going to be produced by Rob Still of Still42.com. Uh, we appreciate him doing that because uh, you guys missed it. But last week, Kevin and I did a show that was the best show probably you'll ever hear in your life on any format. But yeah, I couldn't figure out how to get it to record voices. So if you like mimes, I can post that probably to the website. But uh, anyway, we are here this week and, and we're back for the first time in a long time other than last week when you couldn't hear it anyway to talk Seahawks and free agency has started this week it is March 16th with that we're recording this. So we have this three-day period of, of NFL free agency where things don't become official. They're unofficially official until tomorrow, the 17th, when the NFL fiscal season or fiscal year starts. And there's been all kinds of moves, NFL moves, huge moves, probably team-changing moves. And the Seahawks are right there with them, as always, right, Kevin? The Seahawks are one of three teams entering today that did nothing yesterday. So what are your initial thoughts on that? Yeah, what's the term in the mix and in the hunt? Right in, right <laughs> in there, in the, in the thick of things. I don't know. I guess it seems like uh, it's kind of what we do most years is just kind of sit back and then Everybody, everybody complains and goes, what are they doing? They're missing this guy, missing this guy. And then they do a few things and there we are. But I mean, there's some, seems like there's some guys that are, that have gotten picked up in the last couple of days that we could have used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the, I don't know how many five-year contracts there have been signed. It seems like it's either a year or two or five, which is weird because there's been a ton of, like Corey Lindsley of formerly of the Packers, who I thought would be a great fit for the Seahawks. They couldn't afford him as it turned out. Well, they didn't even try to afford him. They haven't tried to do really crap anything other than signing Alex Collins. That's their one. That's literally their off season move this year, um, which isn't really even a move. It's just like signing him. But um, yeah, Corey Lindsley went for five years, a ton of players, for five-year contracts, which I thought there'd be a lot more one-year contracts. And I guess maybe there still will be after like today, when we have this legal tampering uh, three-day thing going on when it's over, we'll see a lot of one-year contracts, teams signing free agents who aren't signing huge contracts, but we'll sign them at a, a diminished value for 2021 and hopes when the salary cap goes up in 2022 that those players will make, for them, make more money next season instead of this season coming up. But, I mean, the Seahawks just haven't done crap. I, and. And I'll say this, there's a lot of 12s who are pissed off, you know, because I haven't watched Seattle business for the last several years. It's it's weird you mentioned it. They they do wait, but usually they do one or two things. They haven't done anything. But at the same time, the NFC West, the rest of the teams, they, they haven't done anything either, really, have they? Yeah, that really, well, 
you know, the only, the only, uh, probably the JJ Watt thing, but you know, if you really look at that deal is, is he going to play the whole year? But I mean, that is, that is definitely a, a good pickup for them, but yeah, you're right. And you know, they've let a few guys go, but you know, we'll see. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it gets, it just gets frustrating every year to see this. And I guess I don't know what I expect, you know, something to be different, but um, it's the same thing every year. So I guess you should just expect it. Yeah. I guess I, I, I was hoping for more this year, not like huge contracts, not like two players signing like 10 million or plus, cause they just don't have the money for that. But I guess one thing I was hoping for more this year is because the limited amount of cap space they have, they have four picks. I thought they'd be a little bit more active in free agency than they have, but this team, this team on paper is worse than last year because now they've lost Shaquille Griffin reportedly again, it's official tomorrow, but they've lost him to the Jaguars. And I'm assuming Shaquille will probably, if I were Shaquille, I'd follow him because first of all, you want to play with your brother and they seem to, to, to like each other quite a bit as they should and play well together. And they're both Florida people. So it's like, if I'm Shaquille, I'm going to, uh, going to the Jaguars too. Yeah, Jaguars have signed everybody ever uh, was involved in the Seahawks organization at this point or coaches, coaches and players. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, but yeah, I mean, losing Shaquille Griffin, he, was he the number one shutdown corner that I think people hoped he would become? No, but he did make a pro bowl one year and he was still a good corner and whoever they have currently on the roster, it's again, on paper, not as good as Shaquille Griffin. So what do you think? Shaquille Griffin is at a, a big loss. They have to find somebody else, a free agent cornerback, or are they just going to go with Dunbar and DJ Reed, who actually was pretty good in 2020? Well, that might be what they're hoping, but still that's a, that's a big body to replace. I mean, he had his, you know, he had some moments where he didn't play that well, but he was a good solid replacement for, you know, when, when Richard Sherman left, I mean, he came in and, and did what he was supposed to do. Can we survive with DJ Reed and Dunbar? And, uh, my, my, my guy, number 21, I don't know, but, you know, Richard Sherman's out there, but I don't know about that. Cause he's, you know, he said, what do you say? He wants to play for a couple more years. And so does he want to win or does he just want to get paid for a couple of years? So, you know, who knows, but I think they do need to, we do need to get a solid, another solid cornerback out there. I mean, I, I don't feel good about going into the season with what we've got so far. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. I mean, they're going to get Marquise Blair back, um, who probably was going to be the starter at slot corner at the beginning of the season. Then he got hurt, and Ugo Amadi stepped in, and he was fine. But neither of those guys are outside corners. And really, DJ Reed was kind of surprised that he could play outside corner. He was more of a slot guy, too, and ended up being pretty good. Trey Flowers is there, I guess. But those aren't the three guys. To me, I mean... Dunbar's had one good season. It wasn't with Seattle. I don't know what he can be in Seattle. But, you know, the one one good thing is that quarterbacks are restructuring, and that's a good thing for their own quarterback, our own teams. But the Seahawks had, they could have restructured Russell Wilson without his permission. They could have just done it and kind of alleviated some, some cap space, some dead cap, maybe put it on to different years, but in different, I, I, and I've seen this peop, a lot from people uh, reacting on social media as well. Like, well, if you, if you restructure his contract, it's going to hurt, you know, in future years, this is the year that's the issue because the salary cap is diminished because of 
COVID-19 last year, the salary cap's only going to go up from here and probably quite a bit starting in 2022. So this is the year you should restructure your quarterback. And Matt Ryan today restructured with the Falcons. Who else? We was Tom Brady did it for the Buccaneers, which he seems to do it a ton. Um, Patrick Mahomes did it. Why can't, why do the Seahawks just not say we're restructuring this contract to make more money so we can sign good free agents? Well, if <laughs> they should, but I don't know if they're afraid to piss off Russell Wilson or you know if it really affects him much. But I, he, I'm a little irritated that he hasn't come and said, "Hey, I." I you know, I complained about some stuff, and and I, I we need to you guys need to shore up this offensive line for me, and make some changes. And I understand that I have a pretty big contract here, so can we look at this deal and restructure something? And I've seen that stuff on social media too. It's like, well, if we restructure this year, it's going to put it all next year, and then he's not going to we're not going to be able to trade him next year. I'm like, okay, but. What's the NFL? It's always, what have you done for me lately? It's not about what are you going to do for me in two years? You know, unless you're maybe the Houston Texans who are, you know, getting rid of everybody and, and their mother. But, you know, the NFL is like, what do we do? Can we win next year? Can we do this now? Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Patriots who were obviously very, very good for many, many years and won several Super Bowls and then 2020 because a lot of people opted out on the defensive side and, uh, Brady left and they were just a diminished football team. And now they've made tons of moves because they saw the 2020 team. And they were like, you know what? We kind of suck. We don't want to suck next year. And they're, they're not loaded necessarily in 2021, but they've regrouped their whole tight end scheme, which works really well for them. And and they've, they've loaded up on tons of talent and there have been other teams too. And in Seattle one twelve, yes, they one twelve games. I don't want to sound like a spoiled fan. I feel like there are a lot of spoiled twelves out there because your football team wins twelve games or ten or more every year, and you won twelve in twenty twenty, and still not happy because you lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. And they should go further with Russell Wilson being the quarterback. That said, there is such a small window of opportunity in the NFL and then in the NFC West specifically when you had the 49ers completely get injured last year and that's why they weren't as good there's just a small margin for error of winning you can go from 12 wins in the NFC West to seven easily um, because the other teams are getting better and Seattle seems like it's taking a step back it's not like they blow people out anyway they never do so I mean I think they're kind of playing with fire. It's, I don't want to overreact and say, oh, you haven't signed a whole bunch of great free agents because they never do. But I, I just don't see them making like a restructure of Wilson's deal. They, it just seems like they're making moves that don't seem to make you think they want to be better in 2021, does it? Not really. Now, I, I do like the talks of Leonard Fournette. I don't know how realistic that is, but... You know, I do have to say, you're talking about, you know, you won 12 games, but you lost to Colt McCoy. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, he is a great, he's a great quarterback. You know, I, I don't want to take anything away from Colt McCoy or any of his six brothers who also played quarterback. That's right. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we'll see, but I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. I don't, I don't know what I do, but I don't know what they're doing. You know, is car, are they going to, is is Carson going to leave? I mean, what are we, we going to re-sign him? I don't know. He's going to be a lot of money. So, 
Yeah, I don't think they re-signed him because they didn't. Doesn't seem like they want to make any move to sign any player of, of high high money. I mean, Leonard Fournette is probably less costly than Carson at this point, and and has just as bad of an injury history. And Carson's been a little bit more consistent when he has played, consistently consistent, if that's a phrase. But I think bring Fournette in for maybe four million, it's going to le- cost less than Carson. But I'd rather have Carson than Fournette. I I, I don't know. I, I will say this just off off cuff. I'm glad I'm not a Raiders fan because I have no idea what they're doing. I mean, they they released Rodney Hudson, their center, who's probably the best center in the league, and it cleared them all of one point five two three million dollars of cap space. What the hell? I mean, again, I'm not a Raiders fan. I almost like to see the Raiders mess up, but they're replacing four of their five offensive linemen. What do you think about the Raiders? I mean, they used to be in the same division as the Seahawks, and Seahawks fans don't really care for the Raiders. But that I saw that move today, and I was like, I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, I've never been a Raiders fan just because of that. But I mean, I've always liked some of the Raiders players, um, probably some of the like you know Lester Hayes and those guys. But um, yeah, and they got a pretty good offensive line with that Gabe Jackson guy. I don't. I mean, I've heard some some talk about him possibly about it but i don't know how much he's gonna be but you know he'd be a good good replacement on that offensive line but then they're talking about well his run game is not that good well i don't know that seattle's really worried about the run game right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that and they got to replace center and guard and and the fact that again the raiders re- releasing rodney hudson he's gonna probably cost a lot of money i just don't understand what the, the move is but maybe because a team released him his value is diminished on the open market and if seattle can bring him in this is just a wild hope uh, for seven million dollars next year they got jump at that like they should have jumped at that today i yeah. mean talk about re- that's that's your center and then you just get a left guard you can get a left guard maybe in the draft or maybe sign another one for the money you're saving by not signing any other human being in this offseason I just, they always make day two or three or, or tier two and tier three free agent signings. I'm just worried that they didn't, they haven't seemed to do anything. It just seems like they're there existing and then kind of you hit on it. Maybe they're afraid of upsetting Russell Wilson, but that is no, no way to run an NFL football team. Yeah. The problem is they don't have any draft picks to even negotiate. You know, usually they'll take their number one and trade for 15 number sixes, but you know, but they they don't have any <laughs> draft picks to negotiate either. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they have nothing. I mean, they should go to Bobby Wagner and they should go to Russell Wilson and they should say, well, with Bobby, it should be like, hey, you know what? Can we restructure your contract? Blah, blah, blah. And, and hopefully he'll say yes. And that saves them a bunch of money with Wilson. They don't need his permission. They should just go ahead and do it. And yet. It affects the cap long term, but again, there's more money in the cap down the road than there is this year. I mean, there's so many players that have have. I mean, Jalen Ramsey converted 15 million dollars of 21 2021 salary into a bonus, which clears 12 million dollars of cap space for the Rams. It's it, I guess it's not only the free agents that aren't being signed or even seemingly entertained to be signed by the Seahawks. They just don't seem to be making any moves to clear any space either. So I have no idea what the team is trying to do. Yeah. Nuts. And KJ's KJ, what do you say? He's not taking a hometown deal. 
Yeah, he's not. A, of course, he nobody else is offered him. I, I have a feeling that there, Carson and and KJ Wright might end up being back in Seattle, not because Seattle really wants to offer them that much money, but because other teams aren't offering them that much money, so they might just have to take reduced deals with Seattle. Which I don't. I mean, KJ's KJ. He's just a good human being, and, and Carson maybe as well. But at some point, if you're a young running back. And KJ's at the end of his career, even though he's playing really well. Carson's still at the beginning of his career. But if you're a running back who's, oh, maybe I'll take one of your deals, say, with Seattle, and and after they ill-used him last year, maybe they do the same thing next year. I mean, do you want to have a player who potentially is not very happy playing with you because of a reduced deal? No. Not at that position. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many, uh, so many moves, potential moves. Again, all these will be official on Wednesday and not on Tuesday, but Jacoby Prissett's going to be the backup in the, with the Dolphins. Seattle still has Geno Smith or they will, he's a free agent, but I'm assuming he'll resign. Andy Dalton, you know, clearly as good as Russell Wilson because the, uh, the bears have signed Andy Dalton. So maybe he's going to be their starter. Somebody, somebody, uh, I can't, maybe it was uh, the Bears, Bears goggles on fan sided site. I think they made a joke about like Andy Dalton, so they don't need Russell Wilson anymore. It was clearly a joke. And I was thinking, oh, Andy Dalton, he was a backup last year. He could be a backup for $10 million as well. They're still probably hopeful to get Russell Wilson. He was a backup when he was a starter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I mean, there's been, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm just, I, I'm just, uh, disappointed that Seattle hasn't done anything yet. And uh, even though they're rumored, of course, as soon as we stop this podcast and then tomorrow they'll have made some huge, huge move to sign some, some player. Yeah. Yeah. We're bringing, uh, I don't know. Cliff Averill is coming back. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, Cliff's still old enough to play. Who knows? But, uh, we'll, we'll see. I just, uh, I'm hoping something happens, not Zach Ertz, because they don't have anything to trade for Zach, Zach Ertz as it is. So it is what it is. Um, again, we talked about Shaquille Griffin leaving in free agency. Um, you know, there's been a few Seahawks. Uh, Carlos Hyde, of course, he's, he's a Jaguar too. I didn't just make that up, right? Literally everybody who used to be a Seahawk is with the Jaguars now. So Hyde's gone to the Jaguars. Griffin's gone to the Jaguars, Shaquille, probably Shaquem as well. They've hired all kinds of coaches to be coaches. Um, who else have we lost in free they agency? Still yeah, they they still suck. Yeah, <laughs> of course they. I mean, they're gonna have Dexter, Dexter, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know who Dexter Lawrence is. Um, used to be some kind of basketball player, I guess. Trevor Lawrence and as the number one pick. I mean, they're they're improving. Because they can't be much worse, but I think their talent, their roster, is getting better. Not that I care about the Jaguars. Maybe I should start caring about the Jaguars because I like the Seahawks players, and they all become Jaguars in the end. It's <laughs> really strange. So, but yeah, uh, you know, looking overall at the at the uh, NFC West, I, I will say this, as I said earlier in our podcast. Yes, maybe the Seahawks aren't making tons of moves. But neither are their their classmates in the NFC West. A lot of the moves you mentioned J.J. Watt, which is a good move, but a lot of the other moves that the teams are making 
um, so far is re-signing their own free agents. So it's that's not really, you know, it's not adding anything. That's just keeping what you have. Um, I think that the, um, the 49ers added a linebacker who had 4.5 sacks each of the last two years. He'll probably be a better fit in, with the 49ers. But other than that, I mean, you're still playing six games a, a year against your uh, own division rivals. So maybe that's how the Seahawks are approaching it. Am I way off or am I just being more hopeful there than I should be? Well, if you look at the, I mean, you, you mentioned also the, the 49ers, they were, they were bad last year because of injuries and they've got a lot of talent. So if they're not injured next year, they're probably going to be pretty good. The Rams were pretty good last year. So do they need to make a bunch of big moves? And, you know, the Cardinals are, they've got a you know pretty good core. Um, but, I, you know, the Seahawks, I, I'm just, I'm surprised. One of the main things I'm surprised they haven't done anything is because of Wilson's complaint. I don't know if they're, if they're blowing them off or just, I, I don't know what the deal is. But, you know, if you look at the NFC West, the, it's a pretty good division. So do they, do these teams need to make any major changes? to get better or like you said, just sign their own free agents. Yeah, that that's a good point. Do they need to get any better? I just, I still worry that Seattle was just because the 49, if the 49ers have been healthy, maybe that's two losses. So you, you go down to 10, 10 wins. Uh, maybe not. I mean, maybe Seattle beats them in one game because they beat them when the 49ers went to the Super Bowl and in 2019, they beat them one game could have been in the second game. I just feel like the Seahawks give themselves so little margin of improving or or beating teams really badly. I mean, they blew out, what, two teams last year, the Falcons in the first game of the year, which probably would have been different as the season ended up. And then they blew up, blew out the Jets before the Jets somehow won two games. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. They still have a tough, tough division. I mean, the Saints, they play the Saints this year. It's not going to be Drew Brees. They're going to have whoever they have at quarterback, Winston or, or Hill. Um, and, and the Saints did lose Trey Hendrickson as well, so he signed elsewhere. So, I mean, they're, they're, you know, each season is a little bit different, especially with free agencies. So teams are changing. Some teams are getting a lot better. Some teams are, are getting worse. I just feel like for Seattle, to, they, I, they're worse than they were at the end of the year because they lost Shaquille Griffin. So they need to replace them. If they yep. bring everybody else back, they're this basically the same team, but is that is that good? I don't know. I don't know if it's good or not. I feel like they were not lucky according to when, not according to number three. Right. I mean, so and they haven't addressed, and that's that's the thing. So, I'm you know Patrick Mahomes also seemed to have some issues with the offensive line in Kansas City, right? So they released two players and then they signed Joe Thunny. It's like okay, so they they got better, and mm-hmm. if you're Russell Wilson, it's like oh. What have we done? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. It's just weird. It just seems weird. Uh, Your potty retired, and uh, so we have a hole. That's right, yeah. And because Jordan Simmons is not the answer, Ethan Posick isn't getting any love on the free agent market, and he shouldn't. Um, I don't know. I I mean, they need to to get a center, I think, and a good one. Um, a left guard you can draft probably maybe you could draft even a center in the NFL but or in the NFL draft but I'd rather have a an experienced center and a rookie left guard if that makes sense um, if they draft well enough but 
I don't know. Maybe they've got something up their sleeves that, that we just don't know. But if if going into today, if you're one of the three, if you're a fan of one of the three teams that didn't make any moves going into today, it's like, okay, what are we doing? And then the Falcons actually restructured Matt Ryan, which was the Falcons were one of the three teams going into today who didn't sign any free agents. So at least you're thinking, oh, they're up to something. And then you know that the Seahawks can restructure I have no clue what my favorite team's doing. So it's a little disheartening. Yes, it is. Until they sign those three or four guys who are going to be plug-and-play guys until they do something. I don't know. It'll be interesting. So you have any uh, any final thoughts before we uh, uh, people listen to this podcast and then look back on it after the Seahawks have made three or four yeah. franchise Probably changes? Probably just... <laughs> I just thought, like you said, I just hope, you know, they make some, some kind of move and I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they will, but I hope there's some, some movement, somebody gets signed and it's, it's a, um, you know, not just a kicker or a, um, <laughs> you know, they made a wise move with kicker as it turns out, you know, a couple of years ago, getting Jason Myers. Yeah. yeah. After a couple of years of struggling at that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just hope I hope they do something. I hope they, you know, you got to shore up that offensive line, and that's kind of been the story for the last four or five years is the offensive line. And you know, you got to replace somebody at cornerback. I don't know how you do that, but um, I don't know. I just hope they make some moves in, in free agency because they uh, don't have a lot of draft picks to do it with. I think that the Jadavian Clowney comes back. And I th- it comes back to Seattle, and I think they re-sign Carlos Dunlap. And I think Dunlap is your left guard, and Clowney is the center next year. I think that's what happens. There you go. I wonder if um, Luca Garza wants to play left guard. <laughs> he's big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. I'm hoping that next time we do this podcast, we'll be like, oh, we sounded like idiots in the Seahawks of done this and this and this and but my feeling is it's just like eh, we better win with what we have because the team's not any better because you know players are signing now could help your team in 2022 and right now 2022 doesn't look any better than 2021 so we'll see but uh that's our that's our show actually kevin as always has the final two words go hawks without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.